This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Molly. Oh, I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we're talking about supermarket cake. Yes, yes. I mean, I came up with this one. Oh, yeah. Give me the give me the credit. You came up with the concept of supermarket cake, I did. yes. Uh, but what I was thinking of is like supermarket, like birthday cakes. And what I mean by this is sheet cakes. So uh, rectangular cakes, most typically with like a white frosting that gets a little crusty on the top layer. Sure. And with like tons of rosettes uh, in garish colors. Oh, you did mention rosettes um, and I and I did not. Yeah, you did not get the memo. Right, but I got some I specifically some cake. said lots of rosettes. You did. Do you want and me to like see if I can pipe some rosettes? No, now? I went and got the rosettes. You got, yeah, you got the real thing. Now, what what we have here, and we will go down memory lane, listeners. Don't worry. But uh, this is this is like a kind of food that I'm generally skeptical <gasps> slash fearful of. Ah, uh, fearful is the wrong word. I'm but sorry. Like, I have to start eating this because I'm so excited. Okay. Mm, this literally tastes like nostalgia. This is the flavor of nostalgia. Have you ever had nostalgia before? Yeah, I mean, it does. It like it reminds me of like uh, childhood birthday parties yes. where I wish there was better cake. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. This was, this is what childhood birthday parties taste like, and that is right. But, I mean, can't we do better? Let's, let's no. just have this be a super antagonistic episode right off the top. Mm. Oh, this is already making my mouth hurt a little bit. Mm. It's so sweet. I love it. it mm. lo- yeah. Okay, so wait a minute. Hold on. We'll say what we're eating. Should we say what we're eating? Yeah, I think we should. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I just got so excited. So Matthew and I were each responsible for going to one like sort of mainstream grocery store this morning. Like no fancy, nothing fancy here. Yeah. So I went to Dean and DeLuca and you went to uh, (laughs) Balducci's. Does that even still exist? I went to Safeway. Okay. And I went to the depressing Safeway at 85th and 15th in Ballard. And Matthew, you went to QFC. Uh Uh-huh. Matthew texted me and was like, you're not going to believe how much cake I bought. And it made me realize like, oh, Matthew really doesn't get it. (laughs) So when I went to Safeway, I specifically went looking for the closest thing I could get 
to like an entire birthday cake sheet cake. And you said you had to ask at the counter. What were you asking? Well, so here's the thing. So there was like a, you know, a cold case where I could just reach in. Oh, is this an episode of cold case? And get slices of cake that were like ready to roll. But none of them were the kind of like single layer sheet cake with like rosettes or garish shit on top. And so I went over to the like the case where you have to actually get some help. Oh, like the glass case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The help case. And there was nobody working there. And I was like, is there a bell I can ding? <laughs> Matthew was almost falling over. Uh, there was no bell I could ding. And then I noticed that there was like a whole bakery set up just behind like a kind of slanted wall. Wait, wait was this and, like a Narnia type of thing? Like- yes. With like. <laughs> Huge ovens. Wow. Okay. Anyway, so you went into this magical land. And so I kind of like walked back there a little bit. I know I wasn't supposed to. And I found a guy working back there and was like, Can you help me with a cake from the case? And he was like, Yes, sure. So I bought the tiniest cake that I could. I'd say this thing's like five inches in diameter. Even though I pronounced it it unches, I think you know what I mean. (laughs) They described it as a five inch single layer cake. Okay. It is round. It's not square. And it turns out it's not a single layer. They they cut the layer in two and put frosting in the middle of it. A a wild and and, uh, novel thing to do. Shut up. Anyway, but uh, so I chose this one because it looked like it would have white cake. It has white frosting and a whole bunch of rosettes piped on top, even though all the rosettes are just white frosting. I am delighted because it tastes exactly like it's supposed to. And yeah. this is what I wanted to talk about, not your fancy cakes. Okay. So, all right. Two things. First of all, uh, we I mean, three things. We haven't got, even gotten to memory lane yet. <laughs> like the amount, the, my approach to this cake, like eating it for the episode where I know I'm going to have to taste four more cakes is exactly the same approach I would have taken at a birthday party where just like, okay, I, I'm biting. I took a bite of the cake. Happy birthday, Clem. My friend is named Clem. <laughs> is that you clearing your throat after taking a single bite of Clem? <laughs> well, I took the approach that I would take, which is I literally ate the entire thing instantly, but I left behind a little bit of the rosette frosting. Sure. It now, was hideously sweet, so much so that the roof of my mouth is itching. Yeah, it was like they they made they made like a I super saturated plasma of sugar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, so good. Now Counterpoint, the title of this episode is Supermarket Cake, and I went to the supermarket and no. got cake. Matthew, I bill, I pitched the pull up our text thread because I pitched this to you as supermarket birthday cake. We text so much, I'm gonna have to scroll so far back. People are gonna be sitting <laughs> here for text hours. All the time. Okay, now here we go. Do they sell cake like that by the... Okay, wait, wait. Grocery store cake, like the frosted birthday kind? I'd be happy to hit the Safeway near me. Do they sell cake by the slice, like sheet cake with rosettes of frosting? Well, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I feel vindicated. Okay, but I I completed the assignment. Okay, but... Uh, also, good news. We have four other kinds of cake if you want to taste them. Great. Let's taste some cakes Otherwise, while we, we can go just down. end the episode here at the seven-minute mark. <laughs> no, let's taste some cakes, and we're going to talk about memory lane. Okay. Let's start with this lemon cake. Okay. God, I'm so glad I got this plain white cake. Me it's too? literally the only, only thing on the table like this. Okay. So what I have... Whoa, that is a strong lemon aroma. Let me smell. Oh, 
which wow, yeah. shocking. It, it so this is, is uh, pretty two, intense. Two L lemon IC lemon cake two SLC from QFC. I was noticing. Do you know the cake code? <laughs> what does it say again? Two L lemon IC lemon cake two SLC. Oh, oh, two SLCs, two slices. Two L two layer lemon IC uh, lemon integrated circuit. Perfect. Okay. Matthew, wait. I also want to point out that the little cake I bought was $6.99. Oh, nice. So and this was three fifty. I got to hand it to... That was not three fifty. This was four ninety nine. Can you read? Oh, it was marked down to three fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I used my QFC Advantage card, a thing I've been complaining about since they first introduced them in like 2000. Uh, whoa, what are you doing? <laughs> You're putting an entire slice on my plate. That's well, not then I allowed. Was gonna, I was going to like... Try and here. Yeah, let's just eat slices, eat bites off your plate. Okay. Um, I don't have a plan here. I've been playing Legend of Zelda all day. Hold on. Did everybody understand that the cake I bought was only six ninety nine? I mean, probably when you said the cake I bought was six ninety nine, <laughs> they they got that vague impression at least. Okay. Well, I'm happy to report this is still frighteningly sweet. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. But it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. There's something about the um the like slightly gritty sugar frosting. Yep. With this lemon flavor. I'm no, here for it. I, mean, I did not get any pudding cakes because we already did that. Episode. We already did that. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. So uh, memory lane. I associate this type of cakes, especially like a, a grocery store sheet cake or or round cake, birthday cake with uh, the Cake Rex blog and book. Do you remember this? I do remember this. This was like the early days of blogging. Yeah. So it was uh, people would send in to this blog. Back when that Molly Weisenberg girl was blogging. Remember yeah, that? that's right. Oh, man. The, oh, man. The, the good old days. Mm-hmm. A lot of poetry and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so she would people would send her like mm. uh, fails from from like supermarket cake decoration, either because like the decoration looked ridiculous or they had misinterpreted what they were supposed to write on the cake with mm-hmm. frosting. Mm-hmm. Um the only one I specifically remember, and I say it all the time, anytime there's like a baby, someone wanted to write welcome little sweetie for like a baby announcement, but it, but they, they wrote uh, welcome little sweaty. <laughs> and so now like every time I hear about a new baby, I say welcome little sweaty. <laughs> and it's spelled S-W-E-T-T-I-E. <laughs> Isn't that the best? <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. Uh, at at the baby shower that we had mm-hmm. uh, before Ames was born, the hosts bought a really beautiful like um, cloth over boards, a hardcover, uh, beautiful like sketchbook type thing to oh, use sure. as like a guest book for the baby to sketch in. Yeah, and it had this lovely kind of teal cover. And they asked me because they like my handwriting. They asked me to write "Welcome, baby" on it in like. In my nice handwriting. And you, and you completely cocked it up, and right? So June's first through third grade teacher has become a friend. And she was standing at the table sort of like watching, but not really watching while I did this. But I felt that she was watching. And so I decided I had to do it in cursive. <laughs> it came out, welcome, Fabie. <laughs> and, and I just, everybody really enjoyed laughing at me because. Welcome, Fabian. Because, because my friends know me well and enjoyed laughing at me. But anyway, mm. I could never quite get over it and we had to hide it away. <laughs> Welcome, baby. But it's still lurking somewhere. Uh, yeah. I think we, I think we tore out all the paper and used it as like scratch paper, and then got a different book and glued all the pages that people had written on into the new book. So, oh, a good story, huh? We have it was a great story. 
<laughs> this you, cake is a little dry, but pretty good chocolate flavor. What's the stuff in the middle? I'm scared. It's a German chocolate cake. So it's Ooh. like a coconut, coconut chocolate frosting. Frosting is very gummy. Yeah, the frosting is weird. Gummy is the right word. Mm-hmm. So while I was at QFC, I mm. was sorely tempted by mm. a product that I did not end up getting because I thought it might like set a bad precedent. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, I'm enjoying the flavors of mm-hmm. this cake. You have cake all over the right side of your face. Literally all over it. <laughs> I don't feel it. Wait a minute, it's still there. Where is it? It's up on your cheek. You're right like here. Yeah. I didn't even get there. I, I still, I don't think I got it yet. Oh, and now it's on your finger. You got it. Which, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I got to take off my sweatshirt. This this episode is too stimulating. This is going to be, this is going to turn into like a classic cat in the hat came back scenario where like I'm just that? spreading. Uh, it's the one where there's like a pink spot and like it gets on everything. And so like <laughs> I'm just going to get cake on everything and it's just going to keep spreading. Oh man. Uh, you were saying something. I don't know. Oh, I was saying I like oh. I like the flavor of this cake, but this cake needs to be served at room temperature. That's yeah, what all I'm of these were refrigerated, so I put them in the refrigerator when I got home, whether or not it was the right thing to do. So I was saying that I I noticed a product that I'd never heard of at QFC that I that I really had to force myself not to buy because it looked pretty good. What was it was that? it was a cake parfait, which is sort of like a trifle mm-hmm. in like a big deep square container mm-hmm. uh, that seemed to have like five inches of chocolate frosting in it <laughs> <laughs> and and some other stuff. Wow. It looked intense. Wow. And it was like $9, which for, for a cake-like item at QFC is pretty expensive. Yeah. So I'm probably going to get it at some point. Cool. I also, also didn't get any of the like mini cheesecakes, which are pretty tasty. You know, I think I just didn't realize until I was doing research with air quotes for this episode, I I had sort of forgotten that the grocery store is a place where you can, (laughs) no, hold on. That's not the end of the sentence. The grocery store is a place where you can get a slice of cake anytime you want it. Oh yeah. Which I I just think I hadn't thought about because I grew up, I mean, bless her, Tony Negroni uh, really looked down upon things like supermarket cake. Okay. And I, I'm really happy to be raising a child who takes a, an equal opportunity approach to foods of, of all stripes. Now, but I, how I, did I end up being a person who looks down on supermarket cakes? Like, it, I don't f- feel like this really fits my brand in general. I don't think it does either. Like, if you so, look at my shopping list, like, currently the shopping list has some, like, vegetables on it that are crossed out, and all that remains on the shopping list is M&Ms and chips. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure like where where the line is for you. It's it's like the it's like, well, first of all, as you know, I'm not a big fan of cake. And then it's like the Hold gooey on. sweet We have frosting. to go back to yes, this because we, I keep forgetting it. Are you a pie person? I guess I'm a pie person. Oh, that's right. You guys have like a pie we're, we're subscription. We're members of a pie club. Like I wouldn't join a cake club. Oh, I would join a cake club and never a pie club. Um, never. Would you like to try serving this up? Because I'm. Uh, however I'm gonna, I do it, I'm you're going to laugh gonna, at me. Oh my God. I thought this was called the chocolate overlord slice. <laughs> 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 chocolate. Look, it's, it, it looks so close to overlord, mm-hmm. but it's overload. Yeah, of course I had to get the chocolate overlord. I, I'm just going to eat this right out of the, the box. That's smart. Oh, okay. That's a really good flavor. I'm here for this. Mmm. Mm. Also, this frosting. Interesting. This frosting is doing way better in its like chilled consistency than the other one. 
I see why this is my new chocolate overlord. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. It's got mm. like some chocolate crispies on the side. Hmm. I'm having trouble stopping with my chocolate overlord. And th- this one is not overly sweet. No, I mean, it's very sweet, but mm-hmm. compared to our vanilla overlord over here. Yeah, okay. So my birthday is coming up. Like, mm-hmm. uh, when's this episode here? July 27th. My birthday is one month away. I want this, and I want I don't want them to write something stupid on it. Like, <laughs> welcome back, sweaty. Welcome back, sweaty. <laughs> happy, happy 48th, Mr. Sweaty. That would make me so happy, really. Matthew... <laughs> Or, or like, I'm, I'm turning 45. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a big one. And I get to do the, the rite of passage of all 45-year-olds. Which is? You know, because you probably did it. I have no idea what you're a talking about. A colonoscopy. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to have my first colonoscopy this fall. Oh, yeah. No, I talked about it a bunch on the show, remember? I forgot. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that was good that you blocked it out. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the prep that's bad. Yes, of course. Yeah, which prep did you do? The the jug. Was it the big jug? The big jug, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Well, anyway, uh, but this is an episode about cake. This is an episode and about cake. And I haven't gone down my memory lane yet, even though oh, yeah, it's yeah. really, really short. But Sounds like they're going to be going up your memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew. I'm sure we're, we're going to have many more opportunities to talk about this because. Oh, yes. So my birthday is September 14th. I'm getting my colonoscopy sometime after that so that insurance will pay for it. Sure. Of course. Because if there's one thing I don't want to do, it is pay out of pocket for a colonoscopy. No. Uh, and what I was going to say is, uh, right. Memory lane. Yes. So. We always do it at this point in the show. <laughs> Every, I think this might be our our best episode. (laughs) Every birthday party I attended as a kid had supermarket sheet cake with garish decorations. Yeah, there was like, I mean, and these days, I mean, I'm aware that I'm living in a coastal city with quote unquote coastal elites. Yeah, everywhere in it. (laughs) Hello. Um, but I don't think any of my child's friends have this kind of cake at their birthday party. Oh, what do they have? Like a like a Oh, they have like a homemade cake. Yeah, it's gonna be a homemade cake or it's going to be something, you know, some other special thing, like cupcakes or whatever, but like really nice cupcakes. Yeah, not December once had a cupcakes. Uh, cupcake royale decorate your own cupcakes birthday party. Yeah. 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 So Actually, hold on. Now that I'm saying it, I do think June may have gone to one birthday party where there was a sheet cake like decorated from the supermarket. And you, and you never let them play with that kid again. No, but it was actually pretty recently. And I remember it's a family I don't know very well. And I remember thinking, like, I want to get to know these people better because, because of the cake. Yeah, because they got this cake. You know what my experience was? It was that, like, I like chocolate things, but not vanilla things. I didn't like vanilla ice cream as as a kid. I'm fine with vanilla ice cream now. But, like, I wanted to go to the party where there was chocolate cake, not vanilla cake. Right. But they make chocolate <laughs> sheet cakes like this. I know. And sometimes there was chocolate cake, and then I would be happy. And if there wasn't, then I would cry and, and call my mom so to really, pick I me mean, up. Like, there, were, there are very few cakes that I would refuse to eat. Can we talk a little bit about cakes we would refuse to eat? Because I would say you essentially refused to eat that white cake I brought over. Yeah, I don't like it at all. Um, 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, thank you. Okay. And- uh, what, so what kind of cake? I mean, so you don't like cake, right? I'm, I'm guessing you have a vast uh, spectrum of cakes you would refuse to eat. Well, but can you tell me a few of them? I mean, like refuse is a strong word. Like would I like, you know, if I was invited to your party and you and you like served a, a white sheet cake as your as your birthday cake, would I like stand up on the table and like, you know, make a scene? Yeah, because that would be pretty funny. <laughs> um, like I'm imagining myself right now standing standing on the table with one foot in the cake. Um, like I don't actively hate cake. It's just it always makes me feel like I want a different dessert. Wow. And like this, but this this one, no, I kind of do actively hate. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, I just polished mine off, as yeah. you can tell. So there there are not a lot of cakes that I won't eat. I find the the appearance of a German chocolate cake a bit off putting. Yeah, I struggle. The, the lumpy, the lumpy coconut bits. Yeah, and the kind of like you know, uh, like glaze. Yeah, it looks like, sort of like a slime. It does. It looks like slime with chunks in it. Yeah, <laughs> that they put all over it. It's just not my favorite thing. Even though I love chocolate, I love coconut, I love nuts. They're mm-hmm. nuts. Uh, I don't know if there are nuts in a German chocolate cake. Uh, okay, but cakes that I would refuse. Oh, okay. Are yeah, cakes that have any sort of like a um, like a gelatinous fruit layer, mm. like oh. a cherry pie filling. Isn't kind that of- like like a even if it's like a jam or jelly, like no, a, like a Victoria like a jam, sandwich, which like I only jam, know from Bake Off. If it's like a jam or jelly, that's cool. But like picture, okay, picture you're going to a cafeteria. I haven't been to a cafeteria in ages. I, I saw one of the cakes you're talking about at QFC this morning. It was like the strawberry shortcake yeah, cake. Yeah, no, I, I can't. Yeah. I cannot handle it. It's like too, like gelatinous fruit. And it doesn't even taste like fruit. And I don't want any part of that. So, yeah, if I encountered that, I'm thinking about so often when I'm teaching, I wind up sometimes in settings where I'm like in a college cafeteria or like a kind of like institutional food setting where there are like small pieces of cake on small plates and you get to choose which one you want. In general, yeah, if it's got fruit in it and I'm not feeling that it's going to be like fresh fruit or a particularly tasty jam, I'm going to turn it down. I will always go chocolate or always go vanilla mm-hmm. in that kind of context. I also don't really care about a lemon poppy seed cake. Uh, I just don't hmm. just don't care. Now, on the other hand, almond poppy seed. Ooh. Oh, yeah, like an almond poppy seed pudding cake. Now we're oh, talking. that is the stuff. I mean, that makes me feel crazy with lust. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. Now, now I know what you're going to be serving at your birthday party. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work, need a place to stay while your home is being remodeled, or maybe you're just enjoying a relaxing week away, well, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, so they've got a full kitchen. Uh, they've got, you can borrow appliances. Like if you want a blender or a slow cooker while you're traveling, you can borrow it. No charge. Uh huh. So like you could invite your friends or your coworkers over for like a post-meeting drink. You can bring your pet Totally allowed. Oh, I love this. Oh, I see. They even have special pet items you can use. And they have the built-in Alpha closet system. Nothing makes me happier when I am traveling and I have like a place to put away my clothes. Mm -hmm. Molly has seen what happens when I don't have a place to put away my clothes. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. So like a whole closet system where I can really like unpack for reals. I am down. Well, this is made for you then. And this is Town Place Suites by Marriott. 
Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy. This episode is brought to you by Masterclass. Masterclass is the website that takes you from that thing you've always wanted to learn to learning that thing. Well, and you can learn it from the person who's literally the best at it in the world. Oh, come on. Really the best in the world? Yeah. Like, remember I watched those videos with uh, with Steph Curry on, like, you know, how to have proper, like, basketball shooting form and That's stuff. That's right. You And you have been sinking so many threes <laughs> since then. It's ridiculous. I just can't stop. Um, okay. Well, I took a class with Hans Zimmer, film composer. Maybe you've heard of <laughs> movies such as The Lion King. Mm. Maybe you've heard of Gladiator. Yep. The Dark Knight. Dune. He did all of those. I loved And Dune. now he's teaching me how to do it. Like the art of making Has people feel to things to, to teach me. Yeah. Yeah, because because I've got a master class subscription. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know, Matthew, I also hear that if you want to take a class, say, from like Alice Waters or Thomas Keller or even like Yotam Orolengi, yeah. you can get essentially what are like private lessons. Now, granted, they're 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 on masterclass. Yes. But private lessons he from right. these people. Odalenghi doesn't come to your house, That's but right. virtually he does. That's right. So masterclass makes all of this possible, and you get unlimited access to the very world's best teachers. And you will get 15% off an annual membership right now at masterclass.com slash spilledmilk15. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash spilledmilk15. Masterclass.com slash spilledmilk15. What else do we have? I'm sorry. We've got one more, and I think it's going to be bad. Okay, wait, hold on. Let's read the label on this okay, one because yeah, it yeah. looks very unintelligible. Oh, this is Merhermelu <laughs> CCCKDGHCakeSLI. Okay, so that's Merhermelu CCCKDGHCakeSLI. How did you figure out what this was to purchase it? What, what makes you think Mar- I did? Mar- okay, I think I actually do know what it is. <laughs> I think it's marshmallow. Uh-huh. Chocolate chip cookie dough yep. cake slice. That's what it looks like. It looks <laughs> terrifying. Oh, this looks so bad. Woo! It looks so, like it was injected. To be clear, I don't know if I can do this. To be clear, this looks like uh, three layers of chocolate cake with like layers of cookie dough kind of smeared between them, like a sludge of cookie dough, mm-hmm. and then like a layer of marshmallow fluff on top of the cookie dough. Just what you want. This looks like it would kill a person. <laughs> is it your marshmallow overlord? <laughs> How is it? Well, the the cookie dough looks softer than I would have expected. Is it like a cookie you know, dough here's mousse? The thing. I think if I were a, a cookie dough person, I would enjoy that. I'm not a cookie dough person. I like, um, have you ever tried taking, you know, you know, cookie dough, the popular snack? Have you ever tried taking that and putting it in the oven for a while? <laughs> no. Because then, then I like it. Oh, this I don't. I find this like so crazy sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about the marshmallow part of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's get in on some of that. Hold on. I want to have a little bit of the marshmallow. Is that, is that the, yeah, that must this be. This is a, like a little marshmallow blooper on top. <laughs> mm. I'm here for that. Now, why is there not chocolate cake with marshmallow filling? Mm. That I mean, would be really good. There, there is. It's just, it, it, that's what this it is. It's just that dough. they also added the cookie dough. I'm sure you can get a chocolate cake with marshmallow filling without cookie dough somewhere. Okay, Matthew, if you had to eat any of these again, 
Oh, chocolate overlord, a thousand percent. <laughs> yeah, chocolate overlord is the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. you and you like the vanilla one. I I mean I like it in a nostalgic way. And mm-hmm. I I am not someone who I find nostalgia to be a really pleasurable feeling. And I think that you maybe are like I, I remember you telling me once when you were editing something I had oh. written. You told me you're allergic to sentimentality. Oh, that does sound like something I that would does, say. Yeah, I remember you wrote it into the margin. But but you, uh, I feel like you've also told me you're allergic to nostalgia. And like nostalgia gets a bad rap. I mean, like nostalgia mm, yeah. is what like creates like make America great again. Right. But I don't believe that about nostalgia broadly. For, right. Like. No, cake cake nostalgia seems pretty harmless. I agree. I, I just don't experience it in the same way as you. I, I experience like tons what about of, other nostalgia kinds of nostalgia for other things. What's something you felt nostalgic about recently? Oh, like uh, you know, nineties music, like all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like and it's it's that I can't I can't enjoy it the same way I did when it was brand new. Yeah. And like that makes me feel old. And I don't like feeling old. And like I remember when I was when I was young and uh, like things weren't better then. Things are no. better now. Yeah. Like, like being being like a grown up is better. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but you can't. Have you noticed you can't go back and be young again? I and have if you noticed tr- And that. if you try, it doesn't go very well. Yeah. You you hurt something either I mean, either emo- emotionally or the physically, people, but the usually around both. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was feeling nostalgic recently for what it was like to be me when I was like a college student living in France. Oh, and so basically like not worrying about money because I had like an allowance. I had delicious food cooked for me by my host mother twice a day. Probably lots of access to cake. I I think I felt this. I mean, I think I was I was pretty lost and like quite. I think oh, it's ins- very easy to get lost in France. Insecure. Oh, the s- streets I, I are mean, all like, twisty. Like, uh, like uh, lost in terms of identity. Okay. I didn't know I was lost at the time, but I think I was like, I just, uh, God, I used to like just walk for hours and hours and hours. And I like miss that kind of unencumbered life. So why why do we? Oh no, this is about this is about to be like a real question. Yeah. Um, why do we like give ourselves all of these unnecessary encumbrances? Oh well, no, I think about this all the time. Yeah. Like my my two children are tremendous encumbrances. Yeah. And take so much from me all the time. And yet I feel that my life has more meaning because of them. Yeah. Like I feel that I have a, uh, I feel like I am more myself. Yeah. No, there's definitely like a very strong, strong connection between like the need, the need for meaning and like encumbrances that we, that we choose are like how we create meaning. I mean, every now and then I think to myself, well, Molly, at any given time, like you could pack up and go live in another country with your family or without them, but I'm not going to right? because, or, or like somehow I wound up in Seattle and like, I'm very lucky to own a home here that I'm able to afford or most of the time. <laughs> and and yet it's like it foreclosed all these other decisions. Like I could have been somebody who like every now and then when I go to uh, well, especially when I go to New Mexico. 
Mexico, for instance, oh. when I'm teaching in New Mexico. Why I often are talking feel about like, going to New Mexico for our first time? I often feel like, what would it be like? Like, what would my life be like if I just picked up with my entire family and we went somewhere else? Like, I can't even fathom it. I've been in Seattle for so long and I, I've like foreclosed all of these other things because now I have many things that tie me here. No, and I think I think like on the whole, like closing doors is good because otherwise you like burn out all your brain cycles thinking about like I could do this or I could do this. Sure, or I could do this. sure, sure. Uh, I mean, I think that's a, a huge part of the relief of these encumbrances. Yeah, that's true. Um, OK, cool. So we solved that. Great. OK, well. What should we call that segment that we're definitely going to do again? Um, let's call it um, the encumbered life. <laughs> let's call it Molly an, and Matthew discuss adulthood. An encumber sandwiches. No, I've been thinking a lot lately because it seems like everybody I know has been going on vacation and like vacation with like a capital V, like the kind yeah. of thing that costs like thousands of dollars, you know, they're, like they're like they're losing their V card. They're losing their V card. No, they're like going to Europe or going to like another country. Right. This is not just like going on a road trip with the family and camping. <laughs> um, and I feel so nostalgic. That's so far from my existence right now. Yeah, I mean, you will you will be able to do that again at some point if you want to. Oh, I want to. Oh man. Okay. Well, anyway, <clears throat> this is called the uh, the sad spilled milk. I, I mean, I don't think that was sad. I think it was just real. Yeah. Speaking of real, Matthew, I feel like maybe uh, there are a couple things I learned about supermarket cakes that I should share oh. before we wrap this up. What have we learned? Well, so uh, just in case people have wondered, and I wondered, most cakes that we see at the grocery store in the bakery section arrived at the grocery store pre-baked and frozen. Sure. But even when that is the case, usually they are decorated on site. Yeah, Which that makes sense. Also makes sense because you can call your local grocery store and like get a custom cake or whatever, and they're going to have to decorate it. Right? Yeah, you can write whatever you want on the card. It will come back saying <laughs> "Welcome, little sweaty." However, <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, of course, some stores do have in-house bakeries, but most do not. Yeah, I'm now really curious about the the, the safe sec- way, the secret like behind the, the scenes yeah. bakery that you discovered. I mean, that looked like a full-on bakery. You should have seen how many speed racks there were back there. You know, like. Yeah. The tall racks that hold sheet pans. Mm-hmm. Also, unfortunately, none of the cakes we got today are from Costco, but apparently Costco has the best basic birthday cake. I have heard about the Costco sheet cake and probably I'm sure I've eaten it at some point. I, I assume it's very large, right? I mean, I, I would I would guess. And it's I probably don't, like like a like an acre, like a caker. Yeah, a hectare. <laughs> it's one hectare of cake. Is that bigger or smaller Hectare's than Hectare is bigger than an acre. Okay. Well it's a hectare. Yeah. Okay, so that's all we have to say about supermarket cakes. All right. So do we have any spilled mail? We do. Shall I read it? Sure. This is from listener Brooke. Hi, Matthew and Molly. I just recently listened to the soft serve episode, and I was surprised that you didn't say anything about Dairy Queen blizzards. In my opinion, they are the best way to eat soft serve. I'd love to hear your ranking of the different flavors of blizzard, whether you've had them or not. Brooke really gets us. Yeah, I love that. Uh, My top three are pumpkin pie blizzard, the chocolate covered strawberry, and s'mores. The worst thing is that all three are seasonal, so I can't have them year round. Thank Thanks for the laughs, listener Brooke. Oh, okay. This is this is really interesting. I think, I, 
I want to pull up the current seasonal blizzard menu so we can rank them. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, And God, hold on. Listener Brooke, I got to say, I love this question. And wow, I do not like the sound of the blizzards you like. (laughs) I mean, I know. No. I do not want a pumpkin pie blizzard. I don't want a chocolate covered strawberry. And I think based on my feeling about the sort of uh, marshmallow. Oh, yeah, which Cake of these situation cakes we would just you had? like to have in Blizzard? <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. Matthew's pulling up the menu. All right, Summer Blizzard Flavors 2023. Okay. Okay, are you ready? So first of all, I would say like my regular, like of the of the normal ones, it's going to be the one with the brownie chunks, the Butterfinger, and the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. So view them all. Here we go. Okay. All right, Peanut Butter Puppy Chow, S'mores, Oreo Brookie, Cotton candy and choco dipped strawberry. Oh man! Okay, and what are the the standard flavors? Uh, okay, because I don't want traits. I don't want any of those. None of them. Okay. Uh, chocolate chip cookie dough, turtle pecan clustered, choco brownie extreme, and then the classics: Oreo, Reese's, Butterfinger, M and M's, uh, Heath, and S- Snickers. And then there's a couple of royal ones where they like inject no, I don't want that. slime into the middle. No. <laughs> okay. All right, Matthew, you, do your ranking now that you know what the seasonal ones are. Okay. Of the seasonal ones. Uh, and I think I may have tried one or two of these. In my, okay. So very curious about peanut butter puppy chow. I'm going to put that at number one. I'm going to say Oreo brookie is number two. Uh, S'mores is number three. Choco dipped strawberry number four. And cotton candy sounds like a crime. I don't want any of the seasonal flavors. <laughs> However, I do want to shout out. I want to shout out a different seasonal flavor that <laughs> you just made which, up. No, which you and I had at a Dairy Queen in Yakima. Yes. What, was it? Was it like was like hot, hot cocoa. It was like hot cocoa yeah. flavored, and we but it wasn't had, hot. We had Oreos added to it. Yeah. So it was basically. I, think, I don't think we asked them to add Oreos. Though. I think it was like Oreo hot cocoa. Was okay. The, well, it was. That was great. I think it was like October, maybe. So maybe this is like a fall flavor. Sounds like it. But anyway, basically, the the ice cream part was chocolate, hence the hot cocoa. But it wasn't just chocolate. It tasted like Swiss Miss cocoa powder, like hot cocoa mix. Okay. I don't totally remember. Like, how is that different from a cho- from chocolate soft serve? I don't know, but I that's that was what my brain identified. And then it had Oreos. That is my number one. That was great. That was my number one. And I think I think wife of the show Lori got the pumpkin pie. Really? Yeah. Gosh. Oh, Lori loves pumpkin pie. Anything. Wow. Okay. Uh, and then my second favorite. I Wait think, a minute. Hold is on. The- hey, I'm not done. Sorry. And then my number two, I think, would be Butterfinger. Yeah. Number three. Regular Oreo. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that one of the ones, one of the seasonal ones was called the Oreo Brookie? Do you think it's named for listener Brooke? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I, think I hope so. so. Hey, wait, listener Brooke had a PS. Oh, great. Did Molly ever get the recipe for the pumpkin bread with cornmeal in it? I was so intrigued by that idea. Well, yes, listener Brooke, I did. I scanned it for you and you can find it in our show notes. I have a now but wow for you. Okay.
Uh, I just finished a romance that I really enjoyed called Set on You by Amy Lee. And it was a, a really fun, I, I wrote moderately steamy, but actually pretty steamy romance between a fitness trainer and a firefighter. Um, and uh, it's genuinely funny. The main cr- character, Crystal, is is a delight. And uh, I'm really looking forward to the next book in the series, which is uh, about like Crystal's friend. Uh, that one's called X's and O's. Get it? I get it. Okay. I get it. Like uh, X's E X E S. Yeah, and O's as in the big one. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend this book. There is some very frank discussion of body shaming in it, so so that is a content warning if uh, if that is not for you. But I love this book. Wait, quick question: yeah. Is it <clears throat> frank discussion as in like uh, anti body main... shaming? Oh, oh, yes, yes, Great. absolutely. The main Great. character experiences body shaming, okay. and uh, that is that is part of like what she has to work through in the book. That sounds really satisfying that that there is like this steamy romance and also this personal transformation, which I yeah, know absolutely. is like a hallmark of yeah. a good novel and a, a good romance novel as well. But anyway, I like that. That yeah, sounds so really uh, good. Set on You by Amy Lee. Matthew, do you have any tips for how readers can find great romance like this? OK, yes, I absolutely <laughs> do. I assume they are still doing this. This was a thing that I think started during the pandemic, but I would be surprised if they're not still doing it. Uh, go to the website for The Ripped Bodice. Yeah, um, yeah. And they have, like, it can you can do it as a subscription or probably a one-time thing also. I'm, I'm kind of speculating here. But they will, you can tell them, like, what you're into, and they'll send you a box of, like, four books mm-hmm. uh, that they pick out, that they hand-select for you. And there's going to be at least one thing and probably many things in the box that you're going to enjoy. It's uh, it's not going to cost a ton and it's a great store. And so is that where you find things? Um, we we were getting the box for a while. I usually find things through through like online recommendations or like I will because I love uh, checking ebooks out from the library. I will often like do a search for like, you know, what what is like new newly released and uh, in uh, in romance that's available as an ebook. Delightful. Okay. Yeah. Cool. If you're if you're not if if you read ebooks and you're not checking ebooks out from your library, get on it. It's oh, the best. Yeah. Well, and the best part is is that if you like, you don't even need to have like an e-reader. No. You. I mean, I use the Libby app on my phone, and strangely, I feel like I read faster when I'm reading an ebook on my phone. Somehow I feel yeah. like I, I just get through it faster. Yeah. And I mean, the great thing is like what it's once you, once you start like figuring out like what kind of romances you like, like there are going to be more that, uh, that are going to be like, you know, a good genre and, uh, you know, tone fit for you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's not, it's not going to be hard to find them. I don't think. Great. All right. Well, our producer is Abby Circatella. Uh, Molly's got a newsletter called I've Got a Feeling, and it's available at mollyweisenberg.substack.com. I subscribe, and so should you. Ooh, thanks, Matthew. Uh, Matthew makes music, and he has a band called Early to the Airport. Yeah, we uh, definitely, by the time you hear this, uh, my co- our cover of uh, Robin's Dancing on My Own will be out. I'm so excited. Uh, I know, because I'm supposed to get the final mix today, and uh, that was that was fun and challenging to record, but we've Mm -hmm. also got some original songs just early to the airport, wherever you get music. Awesome. Find us on Reddit, everythingspilledmilk.reddit.com, where you can uh, hang out with other people who listen to the show and uh, talk about like what, what you would like to have injected into your cake. Is it cookie dough or some other sort of uh, like (laughs) semi-solid? You can also talk about the band Semi-Sonic, because <laughs> it is closing time for this episode. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Woo, nice one. Thank you. 
Oh God, I'm so pumped about this. I'm. Gonna... Are we recording? We are recording. Matthew, I I have not been so excited for an episode in quite some time. I'm glad. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 